0: What's up, everybody? This is Moonshine Shotgun Mulligan Podcast, sitting here with my boys, CC Stats. What's up, brother? How we doing? Doing all right. How are you, Moonshine? How's life? How things going? Can't complain, man. Just uh just doing the new uh second kid life right now. Just got the newborn. Little baby moonshine. Yep, yep. So uh so you know the little uh three hours of sleep, wake up, three hours of sleep, wake up. But the kid's doing pretty well. Old Finley, he's doing doing well. Welcome, pooping, welcome Finley pooping, to the podcast. <laughs> pooping, sleeping and, and crying a little bit. He's but he's been a good boy. You got a putter <laughs> in his hand yet? Uh not yet. But I was uh out when he was sleeping on me today, I was like, Are you gonna are you gonna win 19 majors or 18 majors? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Love it. Love it. I was like, are you or Declan gonna be in the PGA tour? But you
1: know, gotta Love get it. one of them there, right? That'd be pretty solid be pretty solid be your kids playing the PJ tour be pretty i sad. mean
0: they i mean they got some golfer type names so
1: i mean yeah. i could see i could
0: when i when we were thinking about names i was looking thinking looking at the leaderboard i was like i could see declan gibbs or finley gibbs up on there, there. You. I like <laughs> <it. stuff>. <laughs> stuff. yeah Open we're hanging breath. in there i'm 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 surviving not thriving but i'm surviving there you go know? there you go but i'm thriving now that i'm on the pod ski what are you drinking over there man
1: Ah, uh, your boy uh, went back to a mainstay. I had a little nip of this over the weekend, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pour some tonight. It's the first drink I've had all night. Uh, I pulled a pour a little uh, Basil Hayden. All right, yeah. we were talking about that the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we talked about it with uh, John Howell That uh, uh, old granddad apparently is just like Basil, just cheaper. Right. <laughs> so, dude, old granddad, silly. Yeah. That's I, that's, I like that one. So, but I, yeah, poured a little uh, basil hay tonight and getting a little low on it, but I got some other stuff. So I figured, well, I'll go back to Old Mainstay. So, what you got I, over there? I need to get the toast, man. Have you, have you had it? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I, have not I haven't heard, Ru-
0: I haven't had heard any uh, like talk about it though. You know what I mean? S-
1: somebody that I know talked about it and said that it's amazing, that they, mm-hmm. like you need to try it. So, uh, here in Virginia though, I don't, I think I sent you the text. Maybe I only sent it to Trackman. and you know, you know, on Friday they have a limited availability product that all stores are getting and they do mm-hmm. have a Basil Hayden subtle smoke bourbon. Really? And they have a 10 year that's coming out. Nice. That's I mean, there's a list. I'll text it to you again. There's a list of about 250 bourbon. Right? They're getting yeah. old Fitzgerald 17 year. Sure. I can't afford that one. Yeah, there's uh, some on
0: there I was like if that if that's the only one sitting in there there's i'm definitely going to do that that'd be nice
1: but i will turn around <laughs> uh, a, <laughs> a whistle pig boss hog nine <laughs> all right a whistle pig farmstock uh beyond bonded rye oh, I, have
0: a, right? I have a farm stock uh blend whistle pig it's it's okay. solid my brother bought that uh for me it's it's good stuff it's a good sip and like just a good blend
1: you know you just want something that's got a little bit of everything a little smokiness a have- little I have not had this one yet. And I, I don't know if I can afford the 12 or the 18 year, but the where did it go? The uh Dag on it. The Yamazaki Japanese whiskey. Have you had that yet?
0: I have tried it, I think. My um my brother in law had it out one time. We were out, I think we were it was when we were in California. They had a good whiskey menu. We we're at a sushi place and mm-hmm. uh and he got a little nip of it. It was good
1: all right that ain't well, cheap it's good stuff i'm sure it's not cheap <laughs> but yeah so that limited limited availability and i guess all stores are getting at least one if not multiple depends on what they got so but yeah friday friday that drops here in good old virginia nice uh, yeah, what you are you little... drinking tonight sir
0: got me a little uh, in honor of full swing uh, when rory got his uh, dub in the tour championship got me a little, nice little bold glass of red Nice. You know he had he had his drinks lined up as the people have seen <laughs> full swing, and he said, give me give me whatever that red is. So so your moonshine got the Josh Cab Saf. Nice. Pretty pretty like nice go to, I don't know what it is about wine and and people's name. It's good marketing. You know you just gotta put a name on. You sell some wine
1: most exactly. likely unless it's shit. But it's is pretty good one. Well, cheers! Cheers to cheers to the new newborn and cheers to the family here on the podcast. Thanks, I'll take it. So well, let's talk a little golf.
0: Got to first, I have to show you the uh repping the old uh Dale,
1: the Dale. I, I, know, honor I know, Coach I, Howell, I know man. The, yeah, I know you got some gear f- from Coach, and uh, I'm, I'm that is got silly. Dude, got the 1981,
0: dude, dude, these are fire. I can't wait till he puts these babies online at some point, man. He's got to sell us merch, it's good stuff. Buy, it. buy every color. He hooks it up, Coach how man. You're, you're our boy. <laughs> we'll come you're visit. <laughs>
1: But yeah man we got to talk Good.
0: some. we got to talk some golf man so uh you know we've had some big weeks in golf and then this week the dramas you got live starting and they're you know a, a less large field in terms of talent with the pga tour but the honda classic the bear trap you know decent tournament something that's that's kind of fun that sets off the florida swing so what's your thoughts man about this week
1: um obviously we've had uh Two, the last two weeks have been the elevated events were big payouts. Scotty won, and then John Rahm won. Um, it's, it's a little bit, I mean, I'm not sad for the guys that are playing this week. I think the field obviously isn't as strong. I think what I'm sad for is the Honda is such a challenging golf course mm-hmm. where the schedule has worked out. The Honda guys are going to take this week off now because Bay Hills next week, and it's also another elevated event. Um, and Honda is this is the last year of them being the title sponsor. So I don't think they'll lose, lose that tournament. I think they'll find a sponsor. And I think it's such a quality course. Not that I've ever played it. But um yeah, it it but I think it gives guys a chance, um, other guys a chance. I think you'll see some young guys kind of making a jump and and seeing how they can make a name for themselves. Um, uh, maybe guys that might be the next full swing. But yeah, I'm excited to watch the Honda. I've always liked the Honda. I think it's a true, it's a I mean, other PJ Tour plays every course is a true test, but it's a grind. I mean, I think if you can shoot eight nine under for the week, what I heard, like that's pretty solid. So if you can get through the bear trap, even on any day, or maybe make a birdie one, you should be in contention. So
0: well, what's fun about that course is when you're watching it, and they, you know, someone's has a lead going into the bear trap and then you're just wondering, are they going to be able to kind of par out? Or are they going to yep. pop one into the mm-hmm. water? You know what's going to happen? And we've watched it several years, you know, that stuff happens there. So it's, it's good golf to watch. I love that par three over the water. Is that the first cold, the bear
1: trap, the longer par three over the water? 15, 16, 16. 17. So six, 15 is a part three and 17 are part they They're both actually over water. I think 17 is the harder. is the longer the The longer tip. one, yeah. <clears throat> but
0: the yeah. first one, it's, it's shorter, but I always feel like people are putting it in the drink, you know? yeah. I just but love... Yeah.
1: I love on Sunday when they have that sucker pin and a guy's just trying not to stay away from him and he accidentally hits it over there and goes right. in the water. Or he, I mean, that one hole, the one part three, they think one 15 they A lot of them, nine times out of ten, dump it into that far left bunker. So, right. But... And I like the Honda. I think it's a it's a good kick kickoff of the, them coming back to the East Coast. You got Honda this week and Bay Hill, and then we got the Players Championship in two weeks. Can't beat that, so, man. I um,
0: I, I, lo- I love the Florida Florida swings. Good stuff, man. They got it's good courses. Um, you always get some good matchups, some good down to the wire stuff. So even yeah, like you're saying, even if it's a not so stellar field, it's still a nice one of those good quality golf courses, quality event to watch. Yep. Plus you plus you can kind of root on some of these younger guys and see who's the, the next who's who. I mean, because I mean all these Corn Fairy guys now that we've talked about we've interviewed several of these Corn Fairy guys that have came up, they're not one and done on the PGA no. tour. They're not in for their rookie season, and they're out. I mean, they're they're surviving. You know, some are doing better than others, but but they're hanging on. I mean, they're yep. the, the talent level is just much, much better, I think. Not that it ever was crappy. I mean, it's these guys are unreal at golf, but Um, I think the disparity is just not as as high as it was before.
1: Well, let's not that we'll get into full swing in a couple minutes, but let's, I know you've watched the whole season. I've watched the whole season. See, Heath the last year being in the lead and, you know, losing the lead at uh, waste management. I mean, he pretty much set himself up at, you know, five tournaments, six tournaments in to be secure his card for the year. And not only, not only that, he continued to play well, and has continued to play well for the re- remainder of the year into this year. So goes to show. Like I'm, I, I texted a friend the other day. I was like, "Sahitha Gallo will win a major, no doubt about it. His mindset yeah. seems right. His game see, see, seems right. So um, you, you can, go, folks, you can go put a dollar on it. I I wouldn't be surprised if he wins a major in the next two years. So yeah, I
0: could see that. I mean, you could just tell the fire in him too. You know. Yeah. With, When the emotions came out, when he lost, same thing with Homa, you know, when these dudes lose the ones that really cared that, that get, you know, they don't have to cry, but when they get super like passionate and like upset about it, those are the ones that are going to keep fighting and get better. you like the Tony, even the Tony Fina, and we'll talk again more about full swing, but you know, you keep getting drilled down. Like people are just like, Hey, like, you know, you're never going to win. Like, why can't you win? You're so good. You're always coming up short. And he just kept battling. Like those dudes that have the fire, they keep battling, and then look—you know—he won like back to back. You know, so it's it's just those guys. There's a different fire with some of those guys. And I
1: agree; he's—I think he's got it. Well, let's let's talk about this real quick. One Tiger Woods, I think, played four good good rounds of golf. He had one great round of golf. I think we saw him Thursday when we talked. I talked. We all saw it. Actually, we didn't talk last week. Shot birdie his last three to get to, uh, what, two under? And then right. had a, rut, a little bit of a struggle on Friday and then literally had it to five under par, made one bogey coming down the stretch. Would have been sitting at four under and sends up a three and then shoots uh two over. I mean, it finishes at minus one. I mean, and he finished, I think, 38th, ninth, 40th. But some of the guys he beat are quality guys. It's just... People have said his walk looks better. Apparently they figured some things out on taping on his foot and ankle. Um, awesome. this, I mean, he's got 180 mile an hour ball speed. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, if it, what he's just take what he's gone through in the past four years and then multiply that between the car accident. Kind to have 180 mile an hour ball speed. And I know people kind of get probably sick of his answer when he shows up, the media and other people. Oh, well, do, are you here a ceremonially or or, or cer- ceremoniously or are you here to win? He goes, "I'm here to win." Like if I wasn't here to win, think I could win? And I truly believe he's going to do it again. I I don't If you're not a Tiger fan, I can see you not thinking that, but the guy just uh, continues to amaze people. You you uh, can't
0: you can't ever count him out, man. It's no. just just his talent
1: know. level. He could hobble
0: around the course and still make the cut and still at some point pull together some shots it's just one of the he just is a world-class one one in our lifetime lifetime talent there's just no one like him and it's like what i say a tiger fan or not yeah he he can play some golf still and like you can't count him out in a major you can't count him like i don't think yes so uh, i might be like coming back to this podcast and be like, why did you say that? But, like, I can't see him winning, like, a U.S. Open again but because they're a little bit – I think that would be a little too tough on him in terms of physical, but who knows um, if he had a good setup or something like that. But a PGA Championship, a Masters, an Open Championship, you know, if it's not too hilly of a course. Um, I think the Masters is going to be a
1: little hard on his leg, but, but who knows? I think, the, I think the Open might give him the best because he has all of the shots to hit he can keep it low on the ground, off the ground. He doesn't need to get it up in the air. I mean, he's one of the best shot shapers. He's the best shot shaper we've ever seen. Right. Um. So, leading into talking about Tiger, because I know this was the talk, a little bit of the talk over the weekend, and we might as well talk about it. I thought it was funny. He apologized. You know, we saw on Thursday he gave JP a, a tampon right. when he blew it by him. Rory commented he didn't like that he got had Tiger hitting the ball by him. I honestly I think it was a joke there was there was no ill will I don't think he was trying to offend anybody It was a joke between two friends and when you have the media following you as much as they follow tiger and a hell of a camera that caught that you know he got called out for it I I saw something today Suzanne Pedersen she took it as like listen I get it I know what I can understand what but I, I didn't offend me wasn't upset about it. I could took it as to his two friends having a joke. I thought it was funny. It was a joke. And he came out and apologized. Move on. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of like a it happened. He didn't want it to be caught on camera obviously. No. He was just like trying to do a funny little joke. And to be honest, I was thinking about this the other day, Chris, because I feel exactly how you do about it. Um, I, I don't think he obviously did that to offend ladies or anything like that. I mean, it was just, it was just a joke between He's friends. And, and sometimes yeah. jokes fall like, you know, sometimes they don't hit. I mean, you know, it, it was funny to us, but it might have not been funny to some ladies, and, and it's fine. You know, sometimes it just, you know, it's it's humor. You know, but the thing is, is I think he handled it right. Um, but the thing is, is that he he always he he has always had such like a perfect uh picture in terms of how he's been with the media and how he's perceived and and it kind of slipped for once but but it was kind of nice to see the point was it's kind of nice to see him kind of real he's got a Mm -hmm. friend now he didn't usually have good friends on the tour i mean it just he was it was tiger versus the world right and it's kind of a weird thing to spin out of it but it's kind of interesting to see him actually having like friendly banter and and joking, like shitting on people. I mean, you know, take it for whatever way you did. But, um, but I think it was funny too. You know, I think he was just, just fucking around
1: with JT. He's, he's doing it. He's honestly doing something that we would have done to each other.
0: Right. Right. This like, is like it's just calling out your boy,
1: and yeah. you know, and he didn't
0: want it to get caught, you know, doing it. He just thought it was funny between them two, and, and you know, that's what happens.
1: And I guarantee you, JT will get him back. So I mean, JT ribbed right. him all the time. He ribbed him in full swing, <laughs> right? <laughs> in the very first episode, they were ribbing him exactly. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, Genesis, great tournament. It was a nice fight. I, I thought Max Homa played about as good as he could. I think John Rom just had a little bit better on Sunday. Um. Think Max kind of, if he wishes he could have that three putt back and the bogey, I think he would probably been in a little bit more. But he didn't have his best ball striking off the tee, right? But uh, hey, two good weeks on the PGA Tour uh, leading into Honda, and I mean the next three weeks are just sit down in front of your TV Saturday, Sunday, and do nothing. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: bomb, especially with me having some of this paternal leave. Man, there you go. <laughs> be watching a lot of golf. I got I got the uh, golf net set back up in the uh, the garage. I'm ready to rock, man. There you Hard go. Working on old, uh coach house flat on the top top of the swing motion. Nice. It feels strange, but I can feel it. The lag, man. You just gotta get that lag in the square yep. face, I guess, right? Exactly. But uh, but yeah, man, good golf's coming up. I like the these elevated events so far have have kind of came in the clutch. They've they've been pretty, pretty awesome events. It's been kind of cool to see that I'm sure the PGA is just loving that all the top guys are are duking it out. On these on these two events. You know, the waste management was interesting. You know, you had this down to the wire in the Genesis with Max Holman and, and Rom and, and all them. So so that's what they wanted. So hopefully the uh these other non elevated events will will be good tests of golf and, and some good competition with some of these younger guys, I'm hoping to get some mm-hmm. some of the, their names out and about. And then you get back to the elevated events and hopefully it's these guys
1: duking it out again. Because that was that was some sweet golf to watch. It was. Um, I did want to add one more thing on the uh, tiger, whatever. I'm sure Greg Norman Tamp- would call it. tampon yeah. gate or something. Tampon <laughs> gate, whatever controversy. And I know I posted something about it. Um, his story um, that he wouldn't accept, he wouldn't tolerate any of that on the live golf tour, and that you know our players wouldn't do that. And I'm like, seriously, dude? And I don't know if that was maybe it was maybe that was not real. But more than likely, I think it probably was real that he really said that. But he just—I don't know—the whole live thing. I'm, 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 i am i am make—I'm—they—they start Friday, right? Friday, it's Saturday, Friday. Sunday. Yeah, Mayo Yeah, I mean, we might as well jump into that real quick. Um, yeah, their first week this week. Um, we had you got found out in full swing. We knew this about a month ago, three weeks ago. Mito and Joaquin Neiman made the jump. Right, and then um, now you had uh, Brendan Steele and. Your boy, Danny Lee. <laughs> he made the, same, and made the jump the to the uh, Ironheads. And there was somebody else uh, made the jump. So, I mean, I guess these guys don't all have to play in, in all of the tournaments. So it's kind of like you're on a team and then you kind of like subbed in and subbed out. Um, so, yeah, Brent, Brendan Steele made the jump this week. So he's playing with the high flyers and Mickelson. Uh, oh, Tomas Peters, he's playing with Bubba. Taylor Gooch and HV Three and the Range Goats. I know you'll talk about that. And then uh, I can't remember who else, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even. Is it on TV this week? Is it on the CW? Do I have to pay Supposed, for it? Supposedly
0: you don't have to pay for it. I did look it up a little bit. You don't right. have to pay for it. You order the CW app, you know, and supposedly it's delayed coverage on the CW app. Uh, so but yeah, no, no subscription. Before. I don't think you can watch it on YouTube anymore. Maybe their site. I Haven't really looked into it that hard, but I know. From the CW standpoint, it's just download the app, they said, and then it's delayed coverage. But I don't know how delayed it would be, right? Because it's Mayakoba is what, maybe a few time zones off or something?
1: It's not like so it's, it's, I can't go to my guide and like search for it. I mean, I have the no CW I, don't, I mean, if you
0: have the CW, then you probably can, but I don't know when they're going to hear it. That was the thing. Yeah,
1: that's you what know. I'm looking for. I'm looking at Friday and I don't see anything. So maybe it's only through the CW app. I don't know. Again, make it a little bit easier for people to watch. Now, on top of that, I mean, I'll probably watch a little bit this weekend. On top of that, DJ parted ways with uh, or Adidas yeah. I with him and mm-hmm. Sergio his contract wasn't renewed. And then it came out this afternoon that apparently all the teams are going to have basically branded apparel that they will all wear and be sold, and they're going to have sponsorships that they can put on that apparel. Mm-hmm. So they'll kind of look like, I don't know, like soccer teams slash NASCAR teams.
0: Right so yeah it's their model you know the team stuff what you know i think they can sell a lot of merch if they do it oh yeah like that's the goal of it because that's that brings in a ton of cash you know obviously like the nfl and all these other team sports bring in and these franchises bring in so much money off of that and that's their model so we'll see the only thing that i kind of am skeptical about stats is that you know, they're doing all this Instagram work and things like that. And we're on the gram and everything like that. And there's just not a whole lot of chatter with it. Mm-mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like like with their posts, like not a whole lot of likes or not a whole lot of, I mean, a decent amount, more than we get. But I'm just saying I would expect if there was a huge buzz that they'd have thousands like a Zyra golf, you know, tons of people like kind of engaging with them. But yeah, but I haven't I really didn't. noticed that yet.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at some of their posts. I mean, they posted one two days ago. Got almost 10,000 uh, posted one two days ago. For, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't hate the branded thing, the branded golf apparel thing. I'm just kind of – it just seems a little overkill. Like, mm-hmm. let them just – I don't know. Um, can you? Can anybody answer that? What is a clique? I have no clue. The That's the team of Kimer, Weisberger, McDowell, and Richard Bland. I don't know what team clique is. I know they redid some of the logos. You got Team Range Smash. Go-
0: the Range Goats is different from... I guess they were the old Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Team but, uh,
1: Smash. is Team Smash. I think that one might be a little bit different. The Rippers, I know, is all of the... Uh, I don't even know who Jed Morgan is, to be honest. He's some I Aussie, I think. Yeah, some that's the all-Australian team. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. How about... um, What's his name? Uh... Andy, not Andy Ogletree. Uh, yeah, Ogletree, who got booted from Live and has won twice in the agent Tour in the past couple weeks. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. What do you, I think he commented or
0: something? He's like, "I'm just trying to find a way and someone to let me play or something."
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
0: that s- sounded sound that like two two event contract. I mean, I guess that's what you get. But um, and they came
1: out today that they're going to allow them to play at uh,
0: the Open. And the and the PGA Championship. Did oh, they did. That? I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, The PGA Championship uh, CEO came out. Mike, whatever, I forget his last name. Mike Greer, Mike or, or Mike. Yeah, Mike um, said that. You know, the he doesn't kind of the similar kind of talk that all the other ones have done, like the RNA. It's the, the, they don't like the uh, disparity in golf, but you know, they they want everybody to play. You know, kind of thing. Like everyone's it. welcome, which it makes sense. I mean, it's going to, it's going to kill their brand if they didn't let those dudes play, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to add, to be honest, it's going to add a little bit more fire. Um, It's going to be a little awkward, I think, between the live PGA and the, especially in the majors. But I do think that brings a little extra random fire. Like it's just, I think it's going to bring a little extra heat. I mean, could you imagine if they set up some of these tea times or if it just works out that you got a Rory, you know, Patrick Reed, you got a, phil mickelson rory you gotta Must TV. <laughs> speaking of that you're my boy rory dude i'm 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 big on track. was on he'd be hating on me but dude rory saying fuck you phil
1: <laughs> that, <gets on> the... <laughs> that was pretty good no i agree i think it is going to add some intrigue i mean i know that's been a bit the big topic of conversation at some of the guys last week what's it what is the Masters Champions Dinner going to be? Be that's going to be a show, dude. You know Patrick Reed's going to come up in his freaking Aces hat, and
0: well, oh, my God. that's what. I was,
1: and I think Tiger came out and said he goes, "We're there to celebrate Scotty." Like Scotty won the Masters last year. We're there to celebrate him, and that's truly what it's about. Right. But now that they're going to have all this branded apparel, I'm wondering: Are they going to come wearing their four aces or their team Smash stuff rolling into Augusta or Range Goats? yes like, they're
0: definitely they're definitely gonna try to wear it and i think that augusta is somehow gonna try to get them not to wear it but i mean i think yeah. that i think that they can wear it though right i mean if, yeah, you're let, if you're letting them play in the tournament they can wear their sponsored unless it's like offensive right you would think
1: yeah i would think unless augusta says hey no you can't you can't wear your live golf apparel but i, I wouldn't be surprised if they allow them in some way or form to wear a little bit of it or at least have it on their bag um i guess it's no different than them really carrying a brand of a golf company on their bag or their hat so right um although Augusta might be like no we're we not here to support live golf we're here to support you so this is what you're gonna do so right i'm sure something will come about about it i mean we're only like what 40 days away from masters
0: i just can't wait for yeah dude i can't
1: it's like 42
0: I mean, days or something dude March is gonna... right around the corner Gonna be there, man. I can't wait. No, I'm a little jealous. Again, (laughs) dude, that uh, the live PGA drama at the Masters. I can't wait for that, dude. I just want to see if there's any like sly looks at each other between some of the guys, or or some banter, just some people just avoiding each other. I just want to see what how how it goes down, because that's the first meeting. I mean, that's the because the players are not invited, so. Like that's the I'm first sure. time that they're going to be all together playing again, right? Yeah, I
1: think it's going to be awkward. I'm sure some of the guys are I wouldn't say they're like I think it might have been Tiger or somebody else Maybe me was Rory. Like they still see these guys, they're just kind of more acquaintances. Um and they're obviously not happy about it, but I think there will be some awkward moments um between certain people. I don't think everybody. I think you'll you'll have I mean the media the media uh sessions on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be must watch. Like thank God I don't have to work that week. Cause it will be, I will be just yeah, camping out. Be, that's going to be nutty. Pimento yeah. cheese sandwiches and the masters Monday through Sunday.
0: <laughs> Do you see that special that you can get, you can order the master's
1: special. like Hi baby. <laughs> You're going to get I'm it all in. Now, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might, like, I usually make my own pimento cheese, but honestly for as much as you get, it might actually be worth it. I've yeah, done I mean, that for a couple years now. So I kind of like that.
0: That's kind of cool. That's a nice might, little touch. Cause everybody, especially the people that have been there, like I can't wait to try it, you know, and, but the people
1: that've been there, it's kind of like you're enjoying the moment again a little bit. Well, I might save my cash to ship you some chips, so that way you can pick me up some master gear. Yeah, I'm gonna do some da- damage in that
0: store. <laughs> I'm pulling out the credit card for that. Uh, that walkthrough.
1: There you go.
0: I'm not gonna go crazy. So, like, what I think, well, ideally, I think I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a flag. and I'm yep. gonna get like two or three polos, and then I'll just, I'll be good with that. I think.
1: And I but think I'm going to get a
0: hat probably. I mean, <laughs> you're going to get at least one hat.
1: You probably, I mean, you definitely want to get a hat. You want to get a track man's got the best hat ever. And I still regret that I didn't, I didn't get it. He's got like a trucker hat, a non-traditional hat, but you want to get the traditional green kind of, uh, low profile with just the master flag logo. Once you see it in green, you might want to get one in navy blue or khaki. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely get. I mean, the nice thing about the polos is they have different levels of price on the polos. You definitely got to either get a coffee mug or a Turvis tumbler because that's something you can throw a coffee in, you can throw a drink in, and then you just can always, you know, oh, it's almost Masters. I'm going to pull out my Turvis tumbler. That's true. Um, I mean, ball marks, they're all nice to have. I got a couple of those too, but I love the ball
0: marks so, so easy, dude. I, I had, I used a couple of my ball marks for the Masters for a while and I was loving, I was keeping them. But then I just ended up just keeping two because I, I kept losing
1: them. I lose ball marks too easy. You might want to get yourself a nice little – you boy, uh, trackman. I picked up a nice little drawstring bag. It's pretty silly. Masters nice. Masters logo. Um, and then you're going to collect a million. Honestly, service tumbler or coffee mug would be nice or maybe like a nice drink glass, but you're going to get a million beer cups to bring back for everybody once you just start chugging beers on Thursday. I can't wait,
0: dude. I, w- I want to be sitting with the Dale hat on. With like, like that one dude with twenty beers, <laughs> having a beer snake, and <laughs> a beer snake at Augusta. My dad's gonna have to drive me back to Aiken, man. <laughs> I might have to do a little uh sober up and Aiken before I head down back to the beach. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, stuff, I can't. I can't wait for it. You don't think they're gonna have no range goats attire in the uh, the old? Uh, master probably stand, not. Right? <laughs> probably
1: not. Um. So we got the Honda this week, we got Bay Hill next week and Arnie's tournament. I don't know if you saw this today that the uh they're going to have a mixed team event that's going to come to the tour and Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. I, I think it's amazing. That. That's yeah. awesome. That and is they, that's 16 teams. The format is still being worked on. I saw Ricky Fowler and uh the Cortes one of the Cortes is already they already said we are in, we're playing.
0: Yeah, I saw something about that. They already posted. So they're already getting yeah. pumped up about it. That's cool, man. That's going to be fun. They've been needing to do that for a long time. Agreed. Because that's just going to expose some of these LPGA players too, and all these people that just watch the PGA Tour, they're going to see how great these women are at golf, and and it'll bring hopefully bring a few more eyes to their their uh, their you know side of the action. They you need know, it because, was... to Be honest, like I I love watching it if it's on the TV. It's like a, a LPGA is on. You know, I want to watch some golf. It's fantastic
1: golf. Actually, I think it's on right now because they're playing in Thailand. Hold on, or it's getting ready to come on. Um, yep, it's coming on at ten o'clock. So I was thinking about that because they're playing. They've been off for I think a month, and they kind of start ramping things up uh, overseas and coming back. And now I always sent you the swing of that one girl that I saw. I was just thumbing through golf swings, and was thinking about this: how big the game of golf is, not just for the average golfer like us but how big that golf is a global game played by anybody and everybody that that falls in love with it. I mean, Europe, you get all over Europe, you got England, Ireland, now they're playing in Thailand and Japan and all these different places. And how big, I mean, all the tours and what a grind it is to make it onto the pro level, just at the pro level. Right. Um, So truly what a bit, what a game, what the the amazing game of golf can do for people. Um, We've had a ton of, guests on here um you know john catlin was a former guest he's still playing on the dp tour and he got his start playing on the agent tour um you got some of these up-and-coming women golfer that are playing on some of the lower tours the LETs, uh the let tour and then now trying to make it on the lpga but um and what they're doing too now to have the mixed team event they've raised uh, the purses for the women i mean it's the, the, the game of golf is a global it's a global game and i think I think some of that has been helped by the Olympics. Kind of brought that to light a few years ago too. Right. So, yeah man,
0: it's 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 going in a good direction, I think. And I just hope that the PGA Tour and Live can kind of sort of figure out their issues because we need to keep it rolling. You know, yeah. we don't need it to divide. We need to keep this this ball going. It's just in COVID, like we talked about before, had a nice upshoot and new golfers. You know, I. I there's a handful of guys that I know that that got into golf during COVID and and didn't have any interest before, you know, so it's just, it is growing. And I think more competition, more exposure, more coverage for these different events and all these different tours. I mean, I would love to see the corn fairy get on some, some TV broadcasts or some late night, a little bit more um, on the golf channel, maybe some late night coverage or something on the weekends or just replay it.
1: Cause, cause more golf is is good stuff, man. <laughs> you know we're obsessed with it, but well, uh, and I think the I think the golf channel has done an amazing job with covering covering the college game over the past five or six yeah, that's years. Yeah, cool, even, even more than they ever have. Um, I think, I think they do a pretty good job at highlighting the corn Ferry. I think sometimes the early events get lost because they, I think it just cost wise, it's hard for them to travel to all the places because I think they're down in South America right now. Right, but I think they do a pretty good yeah. job of covering it um, on a week-to-week basis, um, especially when you get into the playoffs for that. And then showing the guys that are kind of on the cut line, possibly getting their card or not getting their card, and it gets when the PJ tour is kind of out of lull, they're kind of rolling, and so they kind of get their they get their uh, publicity for that too. So right, um, yeah, excited. So we got Honda this week, Bay Hill. I know I've said this a million times. We got uh, let's see. We also have the Puerto Rico Open next week as well, Moonshine. Oh, right. So we have we have a oh it's we have, the double week, right? Yeah, we have a double week next week. Then you got the players, and then we have actually this is one of my favorite tournaments, the Valspar. Uh That is that's, that's usually jammed
0: between. That's usually
1: jammed between the Masters, right, and the players. So the Valspar is literally the week after the players, so it'll probably be a little bit not as big field because then then at the week after that you have the dell match play mm-hmm. which is always fun and then the valero kind of got bumped up in front of the masters and then you have the masters mm-hmm. so like we said back in january it was going to be here fast and it's here it is upon us it is man and you know what's getting us juiced earlier
0: too is uh we have to touch on it we were we we're hitting that up at it, but the full swing man What a great job by Netflix. I thought that was a fantastic documentary.
1: Yeah, I was excited to watch it. I did not watch the Formula One series, Drive to Survive. Um, But, I mean, I think I texted you last Tuesday. Somebody had sent me the free episode, so I pulled it up on my phone, cast it on the TV, and me and the wife watched it laying in bed. She was trying to go to bed early, and she ended up staying up and watching it. She enjoyed it. Now she likes Ricky, or she likes, uh, well, Ricky was in it, but she likes JT and Jordan, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a fantastic that might have been that was at the time was my favorite episode it was the only one. And I think I rewatched it. Um, I'm curious what your favorite episode was. and I'm going to tell you mine. I I probably have two. Mm-hmm. The Joel Damon episode was really good. Mm-hmm. I think going in, I had heard about it, how he's going to make a lot of fans. Um, I think he's an amazing guy. What he's gone through. I think he's very hard on himself. I think he's he's not a, he's as good. He doesn't give his, himself as much credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought that. Look, and I—I'll tell you—I teared up in the beginning of that one when he was talking about his life. Yeah. But the one that got me, and it might be my favorite episode, was the Tony Finau episode. Yeah, that was fan- That was awesome. I mean, riveting. Just hearing him talk about his family and like it was—that was in was how it hit, how he calls his son and he's wanting to worry about his son and how he took the whole family and traveled together because his wife's dad had passed away the year before and how he, he's a big family guy. We all know that. But, um, and then to win back to back weeks, I it's kind of crazy. Forgot, I kind of slept on that last year that he had done that. He was having a kind of a mediocre year and then boom, he wins back to back week. So what's,
0: what's cool. So cool about this extra exposure is that you get these people that are hating on Tony Finau every week. Like Tony's always top 10, always top five. You could, you can bet on him to get some good wins on DK, but he's never, he doesn't win. And like they see the behind the scenes, like this dude is a family man. He's on he's he's on top of his family life. That's his number one kind of concern. And 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 then he's then he's got golf. He's gonna try to play as good a golf as he can. And then if he loses, he's like whatever. I'm a competitor. He wants to win. He's yep. he's ticked off. You could tell he's like mad when he's playing bad. But he just he, he's a good dude. How could you not like him <laughs> after that, man? Yeah, that yeah. was that was cool to watch. Like I, like, I, that I think that, that was my favorite. And then my second favorite, to be honest, was, uh, was the rookies. I liked seeing Sahith. Sahith was cool. You know, just, it was, it was interesting seeing the difference between the Jupiter mansions and then Sahith just got out of his like family's house because that that's the cool documentary type person that they needed, you know, like the young guy that's trying to, to make it humble, very humble, humble, just excited to be there, but also good, you know? So um that was cool. I mean, obviously the Joel was tear-jerking and and awesome. Joel Joel Damon's the
1: man, but um, well, I think he, out, I,
0: he drank two white claws in between the, the qualifier and then went out and shot what like six hundred or something.
1: Five or six hundred, yeah. yeah. I think what was cool about the Sahith up Sahith Tagala was the emotion that he showed after the round mm-hmm. not only in the in the press room but then with his parents right like and he uh, he i think he obviously he owes a lot to his parents That and his dad has been a big supporter of his and so, all of his family but that was pretty that was pretty cool to see that i mean kind of a little behind the scenes and these guys opened up um the rory episode the very last episode i mean i think most people have seen it i liked it it wasn't my favorite episode um but it was cool to hear rory kind of be step up to be that ambassador when the whole live talk had kind of gone that way from like May to when was that May to August. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. I think it was pretty cool to you kind of forget how hard he worked to get back to win that tournament last year exactly. after he was minus one um, and how well he played the next three days. But it wasn't my favorite episode, but it was good. Um, I think they've definitely got something They could do this. I think now now that you have if they don't they're 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 idiots you have the pj tour and you have live you can cover you can send a team and cover live this week and you can send a team and cover bay hill like like you could start now honestly eight episodes to me is never enough (laughs) of any show yeah i need 12 minimum like 10 to 12 would have been ideal you know it's a good show and you literally,
0: I wanted to like pause and not finish it, you know, cause I just was like, this is so cool, man. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't finish this docuseries. <laughs> and then, and then what do we do? My wife and I was like, hit the last one.
1: When we get off here, I'll give you, I'll give you a, I'll give you a new show to watch that I just started watching. I kind of it popped up because of that, but I'm, I'll save that for afterwards. I got yeah, one question
0: it... for you before we finish on this though, is what golfer do you like more now from watching it? And what, do you rub you the wrong way and you don't like as much after oh, seeing right.
1: them like exposed so we had Ricky and I mean uh, Jordan and uh JT I mean I like them already who was in episode 2 I forgot episode 2 was uh Brooks right yeah i mean i kind of feel the same about brooks as i did yeah I, I didn't an interesting cat <laughs> with his big old eyes um I think I don't know. I don't need to go through the whole thing. I, I I think I I really like I like Joel Damon. I think I like him even more now. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems like a he seems like somebody that I could go play golf with. He's not going to critique, sit there and critique me. We're just going to shoot the shit and he's gonna have a good time. Like, yeah, he's gonna have a good time. And the guy and I texted this to Katie last week. It pisses me off. It pissed me off so much to know. Watching that episode that Mita Pereira and Joaquin and were like, peace. So I really don't care for me to Pereira anymore. Right. I think he had the world coming to him on the PJ tour. And I think for him as a rookie to like I I understand your reasoning behind it, but as a rookie, you hadn't even stepped foot on the PJ tour enough to kind of I don't know. Maybe that's his reasoning behind it. He's like, Well, I can go to live and I can make more money and set myself up with my entire career, no matter how much how much I play. I just figured a guy like that, more so him than Joaquin, a guy like that probably could have made a name for himself on the PG tour, especially being contending in a major in your first year. Right. I don't know. I mean, not that he, obviously he can still contend now, but um, I don't hate me to prayer. I just, I, I was pulling for him before. and Now I'm not going to pull for him as much. Exactly. You know, I liked Mita Pereira when he's coming out and when he
0: was contending, and I felt horrible when he – I mean, it was cool seeing JT win and that the playoff was fun. But, you know, seeing him lose on that last hole, it was that was tough to watch because he was, you know, playing a great tournament and then just – you know, could just see everything just folded. Yep. But um, you're going to be surprised by this one. The the person that I actually don't like as much um, after watching was Colin Morikawa. I feel like he's kind of a prick, like slightly. I don't think. Did you, pretty- did you get that? Maybe they caught him in bad like
1: situations because. So, oh, I know what you're talking about my judgment with, the, with uh, the clothing. Yes, but
0: but not just that.
1: His pants were too tight. you
0: of the things he said in there, it, was just, it, it threw me off because it, he just he comes off to the media, and he, he may be a sweet and and really nice guy and genuine, and maybe they caught him in some bad moments, like I was the one I was talking about. And if you haven't seen it, it's it's where he kind of cre- basically. Is is being kind of rude to his marketing team that they really think they got a good look for him and he's like oh this is what you want me to wear and not what I want to wear
1: it just came off real kind of pretentious I think, but I think the other thing too with Colin is I don't think they covered him is enough
0: yeah so that's maybe that's why I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because you right. know I, I was caught off guard as what I want to say because I'm not gonna put a judgment that he's that he's a prick that's not what I'm trying to say is I'm just saying that he had some bad moments in it that surprised me. So I'm like, maybe he is that person, or maybe he's not. You know, maybe he is the good, young guy. You know, pleasant guy, works really hard, or maybe he is that kind of guy. You never know. You know, because when it exposes you like that, and it exposed him a little bit, yeah, maybe they didn't have enough cover, Johnny. That's a good rebuttal, but, um, but yeah, but I still think, you know, just like I, I, if you're gonna analyze it, that's one person I was, I felt different about. Yeah. After
1: watching it. Agreed. I kind of forgot. I I I probably didn't bring him up because I kind of just they, it just nothing stood out that really jumped out, other than the part where he didn't really care for the outfits they were picking out for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with you. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think they covered him enough to really kind of pass any more judgment out there. Right. That's so. what
0: I'm saying. Like it's kind of the the jury's out, but it just was kind of surprising to me, which was yeah. cool. But that's what the documentary was supposed to do. And another funny one is that my wife and and uh, Callie Craig's wife. Don't really care for Spieth and and JT. And really,
1: they think they're corny. <laughs> they are corny. Well, Spieth's definitely corny. I think, like, well, I think they both are a little corny. Yeah, I right, they think you're they're, they're, right. they're
0: corny little boys, is what they said. That just like fight with each other and they like you know best friends and they just really just didn't really care for them, That's which awesome. I was surprised. I was like, I love you know I love some JT and and Jordan.
1: But all right, so who do you like more? Who who who's somebody you come out liking more?
0: um so probably a combination obviously joel because joel was awesome it's like america's golfer um but dj a little bit to be really yeah because d not that like dj i'm just saying like the thing is is that changed my opinion about him it was nice to know that he kind of is the same story like he's just like i went for the money you know he he came off kind of rude a little bit you know it's just like well if you if you got offered more money with your job and i'm like there's more to it you know than that that's obviously why there's been a bunch of things to it but he's consistent is what i want to agree you know
1: yeah i agree
0: and and he seems like a like a fun kind of guy and literally i think that he just wants to fish and make a bunch of money like that's all he really cares about and that's that's fine you know other people have other (laughs) moral things that they have issues with live or whatever and uh, not that we need to get in that debate again, but it was just it, it, I thought that he was kind of real, at least, you know, yeah. not that I like him much more of a, a DJ fan. I think he, you know, I don't love live. I don't hate it, but, you know, don't, I'm not really a good, huge live guy, but but I see I I that he he made me
1: feel basically the same or maybe a little bit more like, OK, this dude's dude's a real kind of dude. All right. I got a question for you. Yeah. non golfer on the show that you couldn't stand.
0: Dan Rappaport, <laughs>
1: really? Wow, that came out of nowhere. He I really like Dan Rappaport.
0: I, I, he's very good. He knows a lot about golf. um I don't know. I just don't. Uh, it's just it's not right. Yeah, uh, he probably hates the way I speak. I just don't like the way he was like talks about stuff. I don't know. Just it's not. He's not interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms okay, of like enough. a. A journalist like when amanda renner's talking my wife was like wow she knows like everything she's i'm like yeah she's awesome she knows like everything about everybody i was like she's the top you know person you know in terms of interviews and non-course interviews like she knows everything in terms of like player personalities and and uh things like that but (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was that came out of nowhere i didn't expect that so for me my wife saw this episode jenna sims all oh, the wet yeah jenna sims yeah that's like true. obviously she was just playing it up for the camera i mean the funniest scene in the entire show was in is like sitting on that little fuzzy swing and you can and they're like voice over like him talking like he's like i'm always thinking about a swing and then she's like, what do you think of this and then he's just like it's like a commercial where like this little kid is like, I want to go out and play and I want to do this. And what do you think of this? It's like, (laughs) like, and then when when she goes and like lays on top of him at the pool and I'm like, seriously, like obviously I did think it was cool that some players allowed them to come inside their houses. Right. I know Justin and, uh, and uh, Jordan and Rory did not allow them to do that, which I'm totally that that's their prerogative, but I think you still got to see them at other times. The one of the funniest moments in the entire show was JT at the CVS when was, he couldn't figure out how to use the chip reader. That was the funniest thing. And when he looked at the guy, he goes, I hope your, hope your experience goes better than mine. So <laughs> exactly. this is all the day before he wins the PJ championship. So
0: just looking uh, around the aisles, just trying to find what they're like. <laughs> could you just call your agent or something? And be like, hey, man, can you get me? Yep, uh, he it's just real. rolled. You,
1: yeah, That's kind of cool. It. He just rolled the CVS. He's yeah. like, all right. So. Anyway, yeah, it was good stuff. I I enjoy swing. I'm ready for another season of it. I'm hopefully they they start filming again for season two here soon. I I would think that we'll have to wait till next year unless they've been filming since, which sounds like they got a lot of footage. So maybe they could roll in with some stuff. Maybe they could have like a part one and a part two, like spring and fall. I I would go for that. So, yeah,
0: that'd be awesome.
1: I'd like to get a little bit more. Some people, I guess I've talked to, didn't really care for it, that it jumped around as much as it did. Mm hmm. That didn't bother me as much. I thought it was interesting, but as the show went on, I kind of liked it because they kind of did like two or three months at a time with one player. Mm. So it kind of, I don't think you needed to have like a set order um, because you're covering so many different guys And each episode. It, it didn't really matter, but um, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more major coverage. I think that would be kind of cool. Like if they could focus on the majors a little bit, that's yeah. why I think a part one, part two would be pretty cool. Like front half of the year and then back half of the year. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Because they really didn't go past the FedEx, get into the FedEx Cup playoffs.
0: Yeah, it was just the Tour Championship. Yeah, like it was, it
1: was just the Rory thing. he
0: kind of glazed over the whole end of the the season, pretty much. Yep. So no, uh, that good was stuff. good stuff. Yeah, I can't, I can't have enough of that. Come out with season two now.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go get it out there. Come on, come so on. You, so you got to
0: pick, and we got to, to throw out at least a gen pick or some DK. But Craig doesn't have the uh, the DK. Yeah this week I but I did put in a couple of lineups just
1: randomly and and some uh, DGNs we got I do well our, our picks this week are brought to you by Georgie's Little Boss Sauce Georgie's Little Boss Sauce tastes like home with a with a bite of natural flavor, spicy peppers cilantro herbs and onion simple ingredients that create a unique taste for for that you'll never forget put it in all your favorites just like I do that's Georgie's Little Boss Sauce you can follow him at, at Georgie J-O-R-G-I-E-S L-I-L Boss Sauce on Instagram He's in the Northern Virginia area. If you're looking for some good sauce to put, you can put it on your pasta. You can put it on your steak. I don't know if you've had it moonshine on your steak. You said I've you had a whole jar steak. already. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, you, so, you ain't
0: joking, man. We wouldn't support it if it wasn't good stuff, man. I, yeah. I tried it out, and it, it is definitely all all you wrote for man. I did talk, put it on tacos. I put it on steak. <laughs> Just like Exit's like, exit, exit silly. Eggs with a little bit of Georgie's yep. little boss sauce. Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. So, so Yeah, substitute your uh, hot sauce for Georgie's little boss sauce for pretty much anything, man.
1: So, so if you're in the Northern Virginia area, you can get it at Norm's Beer and Wine. You can get it at the Italian store. There's a couple places you can get it around here. Um, as more places come out, we will definitely throw it out there at Georgie's little boss sauce. Pick it up wherever you can find it. Um, so on to our picks, a couple of picks for the week since Callie Craig has not stepped his game up. Um, I made a few before we logged on. Um, I was listening to a podcast today that I I, I have to to text it to. It was a DFS CBS Sports Podcast. These guys are Uh golf nerds on DFS stuff. Uh I was ready to make picks based on their DFS stuff, but it was pretty interesting. So uh, I made a random hole-in-one bet this week here, Moonshine. Um, A Russell Knox dollar pays 111, so there's just a random. Um. Let's see. Uh da, 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 da. sorry, I made a few.
0: If you get two <laughs> straight hole in ones, I'm just I'm
1: done with <laughs> I got the Ricky. So I did a four pick parlay of Steven Yeager, top ten, Pendrith top five, Webb Simpson, top forty, and Denny McCarthy winner. That one pays six hundred and twenty six. Um I don't think I've made any single bets yet. Uh, I like uh, Bazudin. I do like Bazoodin Hoot this week. I like Minwoo Lee this week. I think those are two good picks. And then here's my just random. This is a moonshine parlay, right? And we're going to call this the moonshine parlay. You ready? Hey, John yeah, I'm going to go from worst to first. Okay. Justin Suh, top 40. Bazooten Hoot, top 20. Ben Griffin, top 10. Hayden Buckley, top 5. And Minwoo Lee, winner. <laughs> one dollar pays ten thousand six hundred fifty-two dollars.
0: <laughs> moonshine special. It was definitely it was definitely a moonshine. I got you beat on on. Well, totally I'm sure perfect. you do. So I did I one high. Out. I Morgan did one Bert. high, and one, <laughs> no, I definitely didn't. Although I did pick him top forty last week, so no one take my picks for last week because dude, he almost made the cut at the farmers. Seriously, he, did. He, he played good golf at the farmers. So I'm like, let me give him one shot because his odds support. were so his odds were so. Deep. I'm like, dude, if he can make the cut and just get 40th or something, like I'd win cash. He's a big supporter of the first team in this area. So shout out to Marcus Burton. Yeah, he's a local guy, right? Yep. He's from DC, I thought. So my crazy one, we'll start with that because that's always fun. um And I'll go from worst to best. This one's not as crazy. um It, it starts kind of normal and then I get crazy. Aaron <laughs> Ride, top 40. He's always kind of just under the radar, um, pretty good player. But he does have iron covers. Osuke um, <laughs> <know> Batia. <laughs> Batia, top 20. Okay. Young guy. Lee Hodges, Coach Howe's boy, top 10.
1: He was playing good last week. He was playing so good last week. I, I
0: hit up Coach Howe. was like, dude, your boy's about to go, get some fire
1: this weekend, and then he shot like 80 or something one of the days. Well, I'll blame it on me. I got a free $50 bet, and I put fifty the free $50 on him to win. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'm sorry. Tell Lee, I'm sorry. And then
0: I so got MJ Daffy, top five, and then our former guest, Andrew Novak, to win. So you got wow. – and then it pays out $75,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit silly. I like it's it. a little crazy. Um, but – on the real note, um, so if people actually want to figure out something and think about their picks too this week. So serious note: I got Lee Hodges again, top forty; Ben Griffin, top twenty; Thomas Dietry, top ten; Denny McCarthy, top five, and Aaron Wise to win.
1: Okay, I like that. That that, that one might be a good possibility. That like pays
0: D- that pays five twenty
1: one for a quarter, for ten cents, a dime. Dietry Dietry's been playing really well. Uh, ben Griffin's been playing well. Who was the first one? Top forty. Top forty was Lee Hodges. Lee Hodges. He's been yeah. playing good. He's been playing better as of late. Uh, Aaron Wise. I I don't know where he's been going, but I've seen him. A lot of people picking him this week because he hits the ball a mile.
0: I think so, he has played well at the Honda. I'm just I, this yeah. is just completely off my head, but I feel like he's contended at the Honda at some point.
1: Maybe not last year, but in the last couple of years. But Septraka won last year, so I might have to make a bet on him to. He had a nice played, I looked
0: at him. He's played kind of shitty the past like yeah.
1: four weeks, though.
0: But he yeah. was he was second last year there, right? Sepstraka. Yeah.
1: Oh, he won it last year. Oh, he, he won it. I, think no, I, thought,
0: I, won. I thought it was. Uh, I thought somebody else won, and he was second.
1: Well, maybe I'm wrong.
0: I might be wrong. Maybe Lowry got second, but I thought Lowry won. Maybe Lowry. Didn't
1: oh, win. maybe you are right because I I believe they went to a playoff. Correct. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, Lowry would be another good bet. So I did do Uh,
0: one DFS lineup, and I want to give somebody my high and low for that one. I did a live one too, but this isn't a live podcast, so I won't go into that one, but I just did it so I could watch, maybe get more interested in watching it. Um, So my high, we just talked about it wise, and my low would be Battley, Aaron Battley. He's only 7,000. But pretty much have the same lineup. The only difference is uh, Robbie Shelton. 7,800, that's right. not bad, too. He's got – he's 9-11 for cuts, and then he's mad two top tens already. So, he's kind of under the radar, and that's pretty low money for for. He's somebody. also an
1: Alabama boy. He is. Yep. Bama. I'm doing the Bama this week, man. Bama, Bama picks. Uh, Sep Straka won by one stroke last year. Oh, he did. He did yep. win. So, Lowry well,
0: was second then, right?
1: Lowry, Curdy, okay. and Kitayama, Kitt- top, top three. Okay, I got that wrong.
0: Is Kurt Katiyama playing this week? I feel I like he's no always like backdoor top 10 or top 20 in some of these.
1: Sean O'Hare's playing. He's still chugging along.
0: <laughs> Sean O'Hare. <laughs> but man, I can't I can't wait for uh
1: this spring's gonna be nutty, man. It's gonna be I, nutty. I'm excited for the Honda this week. We'll start with this week and we'll see how it goes. I hope these guys that that are sitting at home that uh that are not playing this this the, the Top ranked guys. I think I don't know what the top fifty. There's six of the top fifty, so it's obviously not a big field. I hope they're at home and they're like, "All right, it's time to get our game together for the next couple of weeks." And I hope too, a week like this week gives some of these younger guys take take that opportunity and run with it and put mm-hmm. themselves in contention because I think Great. that makes it more exciting for the remainder of the year too, as they if they play well. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, man. I think you know what matters though, as long as they get up and down, get up and down, brother.